Twin Lights Brewing was founded as a community-centric, environmentally-minded family operation which seeks to source and honor local ingredients, push the boundaries of the science of brewing, and spread the kind of joy that only comes from drinking beer crafted from the heart. With an ever-rotating selection of beers on tap, a family-friendly tap room that welcomes children of all ages as well as dogs, and a large, comfortable space built to host all kinds of events, Twin Lights is designed to bring the community together in new and exciting ways. Visit Twin Lights Brewing at 4057 Asbury Ave in Tinton Falls, New Jersey, and follow them on Facebook and Instagram and stay up to date on their newest releases, merchandise, and special events. Twin Lights Brewing, the official beer sponsor of the Review Podcast Network. Welcome to Flicking It. I'm Will. I'm Melissa. <laughs> and uh, it's interesting because, you know, I, I did tell Melissa this. Uh, we have, you know, actors have an EGOT, Emmy, <laughs> Grammy, Oscar, Tony. And Melissa has now gotten the EGOT of the Review Podcast Network because now I think you're the only person that's been on every single review Right, we have tacos. Yep. You've been on Cannon Fodder. Mm-hmm. You've been on Flicking It. Now I have. Yeah, <laughs> nice. So the reason why Matt isn't here. because uh, he's a bitch. I'm well, yeah, well, that too. <laughs> but um, what's interesting is so AMC Theaters has been doing this new thing called AMC Screen Unseen. $5 movie, although we don't pay for it because we're A-listers. Um, and it's kind of like. They tell you the rating, how long the movie is, and then you just go and see it, and you don't know what it is. Um, so I did I did one, which was Next Goal Wins. It was cute. It was fine. I told Melissa about it, and she's like, oh, I want to go. So then we and her went, and we saw... Uh, American Fiction. I don't know why I always forget the name of this movie, so like I tell everybody about it, and then they go, <laughs> oh, what's the name of it? I'm like... Huh? Huh? I think it's just like... A, it's like a... Not a, like a punchy name. No, maybe. it's not. And I don't know if it really like fits the movie that we saw. I guess. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I see it. Yeah. I don't know. But it, it's American fiction. It was. Should I spoil it? Yeah. Like, like, we yeah, we that's both fucking lumped it. It was, it was fantastic. And then I'm, I'm kind of glad it was because like it was this movie because even if I, I think I've seen the trailer for this movie like months ago and I was like yeah whatever like I would probably not go to the theater to watch this by myself me either like I don't think I would have seen I would have been like I'll I'll wait for I'll wait for it to come out on video and I'll watch it right exactly yeah and Uh, I didn't watch a trailer was the trailer as like punchy as the movie was Was no I don't think so I honestly don't remember the trailer that much I just remember seeing it and I just because they were like oh this is a possible like Oscar bait for Jeffrey Wright and so that's kind of how I like her knew about it yeah um but you know it was um I was surprised at how good it was. And I think what helped is we went into it because we, we didn't know anything about it. Yeah. And we both went in super cold. And I feel like with this type of movie, because it's so kooky, I don't know what the right word. I don't know if it's kooky. It was just different. It was different. It's definitely something like somebody would have said it to me and I've been like, oh, that sounds fun. Right. Exactly. But like I never would have like picked up a ticket and like gone. It's not like Marvel movies like where you're like, oh, my God, I absolutely have to see this in theaters. But I would say for anybody that's debating seeing it, especially after this, see it in the theaters. So yeah. good. So you have a different um, kind of uh, what is it? Perspective because so we both saw the movie. 
Um, and it's based off a book. It is. And then you read the book very quickly, might I add. Um, <laughs> I was traveling to LA. I had a lot of time. It was a oh, six-hour okay. plane flight. So so from your perspective, seeing the movie first and then the book, what, well, what was your review of the book? So let, let's... Let's talk about like other books that I've read that have also been movies. Okay. I'm always a book girl. Like all, even if I read it first or I read it second, I always go back and say book is 10 times better. Right. The acting. And I think the changes that they made from the book to the movie. Yeah. Just make the movie so much better. Like it's okay. so much more immersive. You're, you almost feel like bought into the story with the movie and yeah. the book. You don't really get that. Like it's, should we explain the movie first? Yeah, sure. Okay. So Essentially, it is a black author who is also a professor. Um, Very cerebral, very intellectual. Yeah, like not necessarily like a dude you would think is funny. Um, And the movie starts off with a bunch of N-bombs, which Will and I were both sitting there like, what what did we just walk into? I mean, literally the first line, he's like, he just says the N-word. He's like, all right, what is that? And then it... (laughs) But let me tell you, so current, just, I mean, I'm, so we're, current. we're talking about like the first five minutes of the movie and it's like, it's so current in that, like literally like one of his students is like, I'm uncomfortable. And then they get like <laughs> in trouble for it. And he's like, I don't care. He, he literally didn't care. So, um, he is a professor. He's also a writer. He's had some books published that were very popular. He's trying to sell his next book, which is not getting picked up because it really doesn't fit with right. him. Well, because he's always done these kind of like, from what we kind of gained from the movie like very historical um nothing really like the masses are reading it's like um and then so he's kind of in this weird limbo but then he like runs across Issa Rae's character (laughs) who it's so which I found her character actually so interesting me too because she presents as this very like well-spoken intellectual like you think like whoa she's like a collegiate you know, writer. Yep. And, and then, you know, and then that's the whole setup, right? And it's like, oh, Sintara, could you write, like, read us an excerpt of your book? And she's like, oh, like, trying to be all humble. Oh my God. Okay, just a little bit. Hey, <laughs> yo, bitch, the fuck you doing? And like, it's so good. Oh my God. And it's like, Oh wow! Okay, we're we're there going there with it. Yeah, so it it essentially pisses the main character off so much that he cannot sell his new book because nobody really wants it. Um, that he's like, "Fuck it! I'm gonna write the worst book that is so like exploitative of black of, of people. black people that like these white people are gonna love it and they're gonna eat it up and everybody's gonna read my book right as a joke really. as a joke and he sends it to it was his publisher right yep. he sends it to his or his publicist. Something like that. Something that he yeah. sends it to him, and he's yeah, like, that's his and he's like, bro, yeah. I can't, I can't fucking sell this. Like, I'm embarrassed to send this to people. I can't do that. And he's like, just do it. And he's like, all right, why not? Let's try. And he comes back, and he's like, you're not gonna believe it. Somebody wants like seven hundred and fifty thousand <laughs> yeah. copies of the book, and he's like, the fuck, bro. Yeah, right. And at that point, it was my pathology. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, but okay. not pathology. It's pathology. Path. <laughs> And then I love how he's like, oh, this is a thing. And he's like, okay, it's gone a little far. I'm ready to end it. And he's like, you know what? I want to change the name. And he's like, oh, okay. oh yeah, we're totally open. Yeah. Let's... He's like, what is it? And he's like, fuck. That's <laughs> so it. So good. And then it was so interesting because it was definitely like a caricature. Yep. Like watching like the publishing people, like these are like hoity-toity like white people be like, um, oh, it, it's so 
edgy. It speaks to the black perspective. And he's like, no one fucking doesn't. He's right, like, exactly. I'm the black perspective. But that's what I, I loved about it because I felt like it was so current. Like, yeah. you know, we talk a lot about what's right now, like cultural appropriation mm-hmm. and like what's okay. And like, you know, the black experience or just people of color experience in general and how, you know, it's in like what kind of gets traction is the low hanging fruit. For and sure. then the people who are trying to do something interesting doesn't get anything. And what I found interesting about the movie was that struggle of like, I want to make money. Yep. But what am I willing to do and sacrifice to get that? And that was really interesting for me. Yeah. And there's this, there's this entire backstory of um, the author's life. Oh so my God. Like, it was so good. He and has it- a brother and a sister and his mother is, um, suffering the beginnings of Alzheimer's and he finds out that his dad was essentially a piece of shit and like cheated on the mom the whole yeah. time. And like the backstory is almost as endearing as the actual story of exactly. the book. It was just, they did it so well where you were so immersed in both of the storylines that like, yeah. it was it seamless. So it Cause was even so like good. Tracy Ellis Ross, I was like, you know, amazing actress. And she is like, you know, killed off rather, mm-hmm. rather early in the movie. And I was like, Oh, I'm, I was not. And you, their relationship is established so quickly that like, I, I'm a crier in movies anyways, but yeah. like during her, her little like scattering of the ashes scene. Oh my God. I was, I was tearing yeah, up but like, so hard. But I mean, I think that just shows the caliber of actress. Like she was in 100%. three scenes before she died. And yep. I was like, Oh my God, this is crazy. And I mean, I mean the, te- the cast is stacked. I mean, Sterling K Brown, who I love, I don't know. Incredible. I mean, he's Ugh. obviously been in Black Panther. I really know him more for This Is Us, which is- I know him for Westworld. He was one of the oh. creators of Westworld. Oh, see, I never watched the show. Oh, it was incredible. Uh, but see, I watched This Is Us and that's I take that back. Him. The first season was incredible. Oh. The, the other seasons were not great. Um, yeah, so, and then obviously he is a straight man, mm-hmm. but he plays this like, kind of like very tight, he was like obviously very tight- lipped person and then his father dies he has this like kind of like um uh like midlife crisis and- oh we're talking about his brother not him yes oh, yeah, <laughs> okay, oh sorry, sorry i'm sorry no, no his brother is in westworld that's yeah, my bad no, yeah. might be we're talking about his, like, yeah, his character the brother and he has like this like midlife crisis and it's like yeah i'm gay and i'm very promiscuous he gets divorced. yeah and he's like i'm gonna be very promiscuous he's doing and- cocaine all over the place the whole yeah. movie yeah it's really interesting and then you know i thought um it was really i guess you get what like right where you're going through in life so like my grandmother's going through like a dementia thing right now and it sucks Mm -hmm. so i connected to that storyline with his mother and like this slow decline and everyone's just trying to like work around it and figure it out and then like the the housekeeper is there and like obviously like they're family and they're like yeah but like why are you keeping her around and um, all these like we like these dynamics happening. I thought the family dynamic was fascinating. It was On top fascinating. of having like the other storyline, which I, that's why I think it was it's one of my top. I was bought into them both, and they both made me like. You would almost think that like they would take the family storyline and turn it into like the drama of it, which it it was. Right. But it was still the comedy too. Like they didn't make it more serious than it needed to be. Right. Even though there were like tons of serious moments oh, yeah. in the movie. But it was cut when they were like, um, you know, when they were coming uh for the housekeeper, you know, she gets married, like yeah. I want to get married at the beach house. So they show up and there's these two like little twinky guys <laughs> so in speedos cute. and they're like He's like, oh, he just brought his two little boy toys to the beach house. Yeah. And it was like funny, but it actually ended up being like kind of beautiful at the end because like his mom's there. She really don't know what's going on. And there's like, just like this, it's such a tiny scene, but like, 
you know, there was all these things of like his father didn't really accept his sexuality, neither did his mother. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, it, the, the kind of like, I guess the reception, like his little boy toys are there and they're like dancing with his mom yeah. and she's having a good time. Like so sweet. little moments like that. I was like, I don't know. I really just enjoyed like it didn't have to be a, a big scene with lighting and action. It was just like a little, if you blinked, you missed it. But it was yep. just like a nice piece. It was you know? beautiful. And like the whole movie, and we discussed this, was like I feel like everybody was just trying to be seen for who they were. Like he uh, wrote these books and yes. he wanted to be seen for who he was. Right. His brother just wanted essentially to be seen. coming out of the closet and wanted to be seen. And he would like, one of his biggest story arcs was... um he wanted to know that like his mother and his father were going to be okay with yeah. his queerness. And it was, it, it was beautiful. Oh it my really God, was. Yeah. And like, I feel like at the end he got that redeeming moment. Right. But even the thing of he was the favorite. He was. And mm-hmm. Jeffrey Wright's character was not. They yeah. were just like, ah, he's there. Right. And I mean, I feel like the sister was the number one. obviously. Oh, my. Shoot. And so it was like, he was the favorite, but they couldn't accept him, but they can accept the other brother. But then they didn't really, they're like, yeah, we're cool with you as a person, but like, why are you an author? So it was like the, you know, Jeffrey Wright's character is like, I, I'm doing probably the most for this family yep. and I get nothing. Yep. And then this guy is like, you don't even accept him. But yet you're like, I love him. And um, which I thought it was really real. Like it felt so real. And and you can speak to this reading the book. It felt watching the movie very autobiographical. It did. In a way. So the book was very different. So it okay. didn't dive into the family stuff as much. It was there, but it yeah. wasn't like a, a like a, a, a second storyline. Yeah. Like okay. it, it totally wasn't. You didn't feel immersed in both worlds. So the family was still there and things were still happening. The mother still had dementia. But like. It didn't like my favorite scene wasn't in the book, which was when. So um, to, to back up a little bit, the yeah, rest yeah. of the story is he sells the book because he needs money to take care of his mother. She's in assisted living at yes. this point, And it's very expensive. His sister literally again, away. another thing I'm going through, which I was like, bitch, this is a little too close, <laughs> close to home. home, right? Yeah. So um, so he's trying to pay for that. His brother can't pay for it because he's now gone through a divorce because he's come out of the closet. He's yeah. spending a lot of money on cocaine. Yeah. So like, so I mean, like, who does? I mean, <laughs> his bank account's a little low at this point. The sister's yeah. passed away. So he sells the book and it's almost this like roller coaster ride of him selling the book trying to hide that it was him that wrote the book because he doesn't want to be known. Right. For and this. they think that he just got the money for whatever, but then it's like blood money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, I need this money. It's actually going toward a really good thing and helping my mother with the help she needs. Yep. And so like, that's the one side of it. He's like, but what did I have to do and almost debase myself yep. and, and kind of push my culture back even more mm-hmm. in order to get the money. And it's like, was it, I mean, it's worth it, but then it's like, I love that duality where, it also leaves the audience to even make their own choice about it. Like, well, how would I feel? And the, you know, we, we can jump into that next, but like the ending was like very ambiguity. Yeah. A, a, ambiguous. ambiguous. And yeah. like, you know, you don't really know like, Oh, like, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, did he do the right thing? Yes. But I can yeah. also make one for no. And, uh, yeah. It was yeah. Like- no, a hundred percent. So he, um, he essentially sells a book. He's hiding that he wrote the book. So there's all these like funny little scenes in there of him trying to hide his identity, but still sell the book to people. So like he's right. going through like TV shows and whatever. Right, with his face obscured and he's like, tries to butch it up and goes meets with the Adrian Brody yeah. character. So, so this is my, my favorite part. Whereas <laughs> he, so his mother's not in the assisted living home yet. He's still taking care of her. He has to go meet um, somebody that wants the rights to the book the movie, to make it a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, he goes to his publicist's office. He drops the mom off and he's like, mom, stay here. And he's like telling the publicist, like, 
she, she's she's disappearing a lot lately. Make right. sure you keep an eye on her. And he shows up to meet this movie producer, I guess. He yeah, was. yeah. And he's trying to limp in to look like he he's a little bit more gangster and like fits in with the book that he wrote because like the author is supposed to be the man who lived this like ridiculous like gang lifestyle. Right. Um. So he's trying to put on the limp and he's changing his accent. And as he's talking to this movie producer, um, ambulances are going by and, and cop cars are going by. And in his head, he's like, he's like "It's like, my mom." He's like, "Fuck! Something happened to my mom. I need to leave. Like, I need to get out of here." Like, I have to say though, Jeffrey Wright. Honey, the acting. Oh because my god! Him talking to the movie producer as this gangster, like it was believable. It was so believable. But then you already knew kind of what the character was before that. It was yep. already like educated, or he stand up, or he staunch guy. Like it was the way he switched was phenomenal. It was so good. So in his head, his mom's getting I don't know, carted off in an ambulance. Right. In the movie producer's head, this guy runs out and like because him a cop show and he's like, "Fuck this, gotta go." They think he's on the yeah. lam because. <laughs> Of this book he wrote that like he's wanted by the FBI and this is the storyline he's curated is why he can't show his face because he's a, a wanted criminal. Which exactly. Is not, which is what helped sell the book. Which is so good. But that wasn't in the actual book itself. Oh, interesting. Okay. Which to me was like, it's a missed opportunity. So like we're talking here and this seems like it's like a drama. Like this is a dark movie. But like really, Will and I were laughing out loud. Oh my God. My 80% cheeks hurt. of the movie. We were dying. Sometimes I was uncomfortable laughing. Cause I was like, am I allowed to laugh at this? Right. Exactly. But I love movies that do that. Yeah. Like, like you know, like well, we just watched a movie. <laughs> well, we watched a movie <laughs> called, um, uh, Oscar winning, I believe. Um, <laughs> definitely Oscar winning. <laughs> Jingle. Larry the too. cable guy. First. Yeah, Oscar. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, and we were like, this is fucking horrible. Right. Uh, for me, movies are like escapism, but like if you can make yeah. me feel something or make me think of something in a different way, you've done your job. 100%. And then, um, yeah, so this, I, I was so good. He like goes and he's like, oh my God, it's so authentic. He saw the cops and left. <laughs> oh my God, we love it. I want the movie right <laughs> so now. Good. And then speaking of the book and the movie, I love, then it starts to bleed in his regular life because mm-hmm. then he meets this like really good girl. I loved her. Um, his little, also love not it. part of the book. There was, there was a love interest, but not in the manner that they do it in the movie. Oh, I yeah. love that they expanded on this. Cause, um, yeah. I'm going to go on an aside. I, I'm one of, I'm weird when it comes to like book to movie adaptations. I like it when a movie takes Liberty with books because I like to enjoy them as two separate entities. So I'll, my example is Harry Potter, right? Yeah. You have the books and we're not going to talk about JK. I'm saying as the books as they are, <laughs> um, Probably you know, for the best. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? The books, obviously lovely. They're one thing. But then you go to the movies and they cut whole characters, whole chapters out. But I, the movies are still good. But you, so you can, right, so yeah. you can enjoy the movies as their own thing, but then you can also enjoy the books as their own thing. Yeah. I like two separate things. And then, then on the opposite end, I talk about Hunger Games. So Hunger Games, like I specifically two, literally when I say word for word, shot for shot remake from the book. Yep. And it's like, again, it's all depends how you look at it. So I'm watching it in the theaters and I like the books and I'm sitting there. I'm like, whoa, this is very accurate down to like, yep. they moved the left hand in the book. They moved it in the movie, but then I become bored. Cause I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, I so, so Katniss yeah. is going to fall and then she's going to get up, stab glimmer in the chest and then, and then shoot gloss in the chest and literally beat for beat. It happened. And I'm like, I'm fucking bored. Yep. Because I know every single thing that's got, there's nothing new from if I want, because guess what? When I read the book, I already saw this on my head. Exactly. I don't need to see that. And so, I think that sets you up for disappointment, right? Because like in my head, like the characters looked a certain way. They did something a certain way. And then you see it on the screen and you're like, 
I don't know about this. Right, but I, yeah, I so I've always been. I like that they take moves. So the fact, the fact that like I really love the love interest. I feel yeah, like she she tried to ground him a little bit, and the fact that she wasn't in the book. I'm like, oh, I feel like the book. It's like, I feel like she was like a highlight, one of the highlights of the movie for me. Yep. You know? All the changes that they made, I think, were really good. Like, they didn't do the whole ashes scene. And, like, let me tell you, while I was crying in the movie theater, I was also laughing. Like, it yes. was it was fucking fantastic. There's few things that I think this movie did wrong. Okay. Like? Um, I'm trying to think of what annoyed me the most. The ending? Um, the ending, I think. Okay, so like, like, well, I did like, there was almost like two endings, right? There was the ending where he was at the Literary Awards. But there was like three endings. Right, because there was the one where he was at the Literary Awards, and then it's like, you, what I liked is, it was, was kind of like, they do this in books a lot, where they call like, I forgot the official term, but it's like the... Um, something the narrator. It's like an unreliable narrator, right? Hmm. It's something they do in books where like the point of view character, you don't know if you can actually believe their point of oh, view. Oh, interesting. Um, and so that's kind of what happened in this movie because we saw three different versions of the awards and you're like, well, which one was the right one? And yeah. if you, it was a blink and you miss it line where you're like, no, I just went home. Yeah. Like, okay, good. Then it was like, okay, now it ends. And it's like, oh, but now he's talking to the director and you're like, oh, okay, that's Yeah, the they ending. tried to do like this meta moment at the end. Right. And then, it, and then at the end, it's like he gets in the car and yeah and just drives away yeah i think that and i was like oh that that's okay one of the bigger things that they did wrong honestly i think yeah i mean I, although i would be playing devil's advocate i don't know how else they could have ended it where the i book felt ended very similarly but it didn't have multiple endings it just okay. had like the one ending which is so um further on in the story we he ends up getting um invited to almost like a nobel prize Bored, we'll say. Well, yeah, it was for like the best literary book, a Scotty, something like that. Which during this process, fuck ends up getting nominated. And oh my god, he's so mad about his it. Own book. And he's him and the other, uh, the black, other uh, black author Centauri, yeah. are like, no, mm-mm. they're like, this book is terrible. And all of the, the white people in the room are like, this book is phenomenal. It shows, shows real human emotion. Exactly. And they're like, but no, you it's know, awesome. But that's why I actually liked. I, in the beginning, I really wasn't a fan of Centara, uh, Saray's character. Yeah. But then during that, uh, where she kind of comes back in as part of this Larry board, I actually liked her more because... I feel like they grounded her character They did then. because even though the fuck book was very similar to what she did, she really wasn't quick to just yeah, give it an award. No. And... Her, uh, um, her and Jeffrey Wright's character's conversation when they were like at lunch yep. was really probably one of the more fascinating pieces of the I movie. Agree, yeah. Where he was just like, "I can't believe Fuck's gonna win," and she was like, "Oh well, this." And he goes, "Well, you know, you wrote a book right similar to this." And then like her trying to defend herself, but also acknowledging like, "Yeah, I know, I, I, I kind of because she really didn't have a defense. It was wait, it was no, but she, but like book. also, but she owned it. She was like, yeah, "I know this. I know the book wasn't." the best but that's but then it became like she's well that's what they wanted yeah and then, and then he was like right but then why are we giving them what they want why can't we just do what we want yeah you know what i mean it was fascinating little conversations and it I was feel maybe like, like what two minutes long yeah and it was fantastic exactly um the other place where i think they went wrong and it's not so much going wrong it's like i wanted more of it mm-hmm. where there the scene where he is writing the book but the book is playing out with two characters yes, in front of him yes that, so it I know. happened early on in the movie and i was like holy shit is the rest of the movie gonna be like this because this would be really fucking cool right because you're seeing again it's 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 what i was just talking about with hunger games like when you're writing something or reading something you're imagining in yep. your head and it was a very cool kind of showing of like oh this is how it, he's viewing it 
Yeah, the fact that that dropped off, I think, was a loss for me. Because, like, I just enjoyed that scene so much. I just, even if they just did one more scene that was Yeah, even one or two to just be like, well, because I think also what I walked away with the movie with was, again, so we were saying, like, something I missed is, fuck the book was such a central part, and I knew nothing about the fucking book. Literally nothing. Like, I I mean, I understood what he was trying to do, and we got little glimpses of it, but for it to be such a a huge piece of the movie mm-hmm. and to not know anything about it. Like sure. from what we saw was it was like, like a son and this guy, this older guy and he like reveals that he's like his father yep. and he's like, how dare you? And he shoots him and that's it. I'm like, okay. And he's like, you shot me. <laughs> right. But then like, where did the rest of the book go? Like who are the other characters? Not that it had to I be think the other whole than movie. like one other scene where he read from the book on like, a talk show maybe maybe that was what it was yeah that's all the book we got yeah and like you got in in the actual book it, the book is called erasure if you guys want to go read it yeah Perci- um, percival graves or something something like that percival is definitely his name um i can't remember his last name um i would say save your time the movie is fantastic just go see the movie but the the middle oh, yeah, of the book because you you said this a little bit and i wanted to know what you yeah so it starts off obviously as the the movie starts so it's the same kind of story frame he's an actor he's actually not a professor until i think later Later in the book. So now is it like, is it like his point of view? Like, it is. Yeah. So he's saying I all the time, all throughout the book. For sure. Uh, yeah. So, and like you meet the sister and he goes back home. You don't really know why he's going back home. I think it was the holidays or something. Um, but the middle of the book. So like 30, 40 pages of the middle of the book is fuck. It is oh, pathology that's... at that time. Cause fuck comes later on. Right. It is pa- my pathology. And you, you literally read it and it was insufferable. Oh, Cause it was so bad. Because it was like, I like you got the point. I'm an asshole. I'm sitting there like trying to sound out words because like they're writing it in slang. And I'm like, what is this word? And like, I got to maybe, I don't know, 15 pages in. I was like, yeah, we're skipping. Well, this. how long was the fuck book in erasure? Like only 40 pages long. So you got like 40 pages of it, which let me that's, tell you. That's, but see, that feels long. I mean, I love, I will say, I love the meta-ness of it. A book within a book. Which yeah. Sounds fucking cool. But when if it's but if it's forty pages of hey yo what's that's this? exactly da, 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 what it was like feels I'm fucking like, my girl on the couch she's right. taking it from I'm like I don't where I feel like you can get what you needed with five pages of that it could have been because, and like it was in the beginning of the book it was laced in there and then all of a sudden it turned into fuck and I was like what what am I reading right because was, was like, like ultimately skip. what are you trying to get how I look at it is okay it's forty pages long right what I guess what but the author. What were they trying to get the viewer, the reader to get out of it for 40 pages of I th- that? I think it was because what we gleaned from the movie, we were able to take liberties with our thoughts there. Right. So like mm. we had already heard the woman's book. Um, he had given a, a very descript um, idea of why he was writing the book and what he was writing the book to do. Um the book didn't, the actual book erasure did not do that well. So I think the uh, author put it in there to like really hit home, like what he meant when he was talking about, like they don't outwardly say cultural appropriation, but like, that's what they were doing. And I think that's why he put it in there, but okay. it was just, and especially smack dab in the middle of the book where it's like, it's getting going and you're kind of getting the storyline. And then and all it just, of a sudden it it's just like, cuts you at the knees. Yeah. It's like a new book. So like, it, it kind of after that I was like it was more like skimming pages to get through it. Right, like when does when did this end and then we get back into the main? Yeah, even when it got back to the main story, it just didn't have the movie was told so well that that's what I wanted and I wanted it for the entire book and that's not what you got. Um, but I don't know. 
What do you think the movie did really right? Um, I feel like I feel like the seamless blending of storylines, yeah, between his family, his love life, yep, his book, because it was there's like three different storylines going yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, and and I would never lines. got lost. Yep, never. And, and they weren't simple storylines either. Like, no, yeah, because even if you look at just his, like, it wasn't just oh, hey, there's a scroll he was screwing. No, like she had this ex and he didn't know how to handle that. And like, then she was like, you know, there to support him, but she was her woman and you ain't going to talk to me any type of way. And he was Loved a it. dick. To he her. was such a dick. To and her. it was really just him because she started reading the book and he was upset. And she's like, why are you so mad? I mean, a book, it's who the fuck cares. Yep. And it's because he was insecure about it. Exactly. Um, but I also love that. She was like, Oh, fuck you. Okay. You can go. Goodbye. Okay. And he's like, are you going to come to like the little gala with me? She goes, absolutely not. She's I'm like, gonna, oh, fuck I'm going to be home and enjoy my life. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And then, so I love, and like the family was interesting. Even like the housekeeper too, which I guess, I don't know, for me felt a little dated. Like, oh, they have a housekeeper that they just keep on retainer. Yeah. Um, I was like, I, we still do that. Like, it just felt a little like that's what we did in like the 80s. Like, yeah. You know? I, I think there was like a missing piece of when the father passed away in that timeline. Because I think the father was more for the housekeeper. Right. And they just kept her on. And, I don't know. They paid right, her for so like, long. They just kept paying her. Right. Because they're like, yeah, she's family. Um, But it also felt a little. I mean, and this is kind of on the nose. It felt very like indentured servitude like it did because there was like a few lines that the housekeeper had said was like well i can't leave and i'm like what the fuck you mean you can't leave and she's don't, like, don't you get time off and like, she hated the apron at the end when she handed the apron back to them and she's like no your father just like this wait it felt very it. much like oh this was like my i don't know it, it felt a little yeah. icky but indentured servitude is a great way to put it right but i think again that i i mean i'm i could be reaching but i feel like that you know this was a very um this movie this book was very meant for like the black person black experience right which obviously we can't connect to only up to a certain point so i think you know those were there were some allegories in there hundred you know there was a ton of allegories right like you could pull them out all day right but even like slavery or maybe like black on black crime and how we treat it and like how black people treat their own people and you know what have you um so I thought even like, again, oh, she's just a housekeeper. When you start to kind of dive into her character, mm-hmm. like, well, this is way deeper how, yeah, oh, yeah, they kept her on retainer. But like, it wasn't a job for her. She pretty much gave every moment, every, life, right, yeah. because even before grandma got dementia, she was just like living with the daughter and the mom. And like, yep. it just, and like, it didn't seem like she had a life, which honestly, like, as I was watching, I was like, I'm very sad for this character. And then she had like, she had the happiest ending though. Oh my God. I, oh my God. I cried. But like the whole thing of like, you know, the, the police sheriff guy, yeah. like obviously knew who she was. Cause they would go to the beach they house knew all the each time. Other. So like and she, then, like, she loved this man for way longer than like this. Actually right. They happened. was Listen, they was they fucking. fucking. They were they were fucking for years. This was, years, right? They wasn't like, oh hi. She's like, finally, the old man died. Let's fuck permanently in the same house. Right, exactly. But, but you, you t- but I, I did like even just that little thing of like, if like he also, I think realized, hey, this is not probably yeah. what we should do, and kind of like get like gave her freedom and that like she was leaving and he's calling the brother. I was like, I need help. Yep. Girlfriend's gone. Right. We don't have this like person who's never had a day off in 20 years to just push mom on yep. anymore. Um, and then she had, she really did have the happiest ending. She, um, it was so the sweet. wedding was their beautiful. tiny little wedding and they were all dancing on the porch. Oh my outside. God. She was in that, like the little power oh pants God, suit. So good. 
Yeah, it was so good. Um, but again, tragic character when you really like yeah. to die. I mean, they all of... had these like tragedies in here. I think we discussed it after the movie, and I said, Barbie. Oh yes, yes. I wanted. To, that's what I wanted to make uh, make sure. Barbie was, was for women. What this was for the black experience. Like right. Whereas Barbie like, had this beautiful comedy to it, but like it really spoke oh to God. the female experience of just being a, like a female in the world. Exactly. And this spoke to the black experience being every type of black person, which is like they're come in all shapes and colors and personalities right, exactly. and different things. And how but like people, how the world perceives them. Exactly. Perception is it such an interesting beautiful. word. And like it, it came in little moments throughout mm. the movie and then big moments. And it was amazing. Well, and that's funny because when me and Matt did Barbie, I was like, I obviously was like a satire, right? Yeah. And I was, I said for Barbie, I was like, I can't remember before Barbie were like a smart sat. The last smart satire movie I actually watched. Well, here's your and second one. That's of the what year. I was gonna say. <laughs> and then American Fiction comes in, and another satire because I cried. During, but like the smartest satire. But that's what I'm saying. Oh. It's smart. It's it's not like fucking how scary movie was. But like you don't All sit right. there and rack your brain about it either. It's so it's in your face, but not in your face. It, like like they did it just so beautifully and seamlessly that it was it was it was fun. But you learn something along the way. Learn something along the way makes, and then also for someone who's obviously not black, makes you think about like, do I contribute right to any of these? Am I those white people? Right, exactly. <laughs> of being like, oh, because this guy he was saying I'm a convict, and it was it was edgy, and like it made it more interesting versus a black person's like, hey, I'm really educated, and I wrote this book, and I was like, I don't want to read it. Yep, and it's like. Yeah, so like, who can? How do you contribute to that? I feel how like you, this movie is how you weed good humans out. Like, if you watch it and you're like, and you get what we got from it, yeah, good human. Exactly. You watch it and you're like, oh, that was terrible. Right. So slow. Kind of funny. <laughs> you're like, oh, we can't be friends. Exactly. And then, um, I mean, we're gonna, me and Matt are gonna do our like year end podcast, but this ended up in my top five. Oh, this is this and Barbie. This might be Barbie for me, to be honest. Like, and Barbie hit close to home because obviously Bar- I have a vagina and a uterus. What? Um, Since when? Wow. Did, did you not? I know you're listening Exclu- to my voice right ex- now. I'm a little sick. I swear. Exclusively. There's no penis in these pants. Exclusive news on flicking it. <laughs> Melissa is a female. And she has a uterus. Wow. No, but this might be top movie of the year for me. Like, I would, it would be hard pressed for me to find another movie that would have beat this because right. it was. So entertaining, so fun, yet so thought-provoking. And I think just the fact of how we stumbled upon it was so <laughs> Which is the best part. Will and I were so scared that we were going to walk into a movie that we fucking hated. Oh, yeah. And then, well, and well, that's kind of what happened the next week because we're like, oh, they're doing one <laughs> next month. And of course, I'm all on Reddit because I can't just be surprised. I got to like, what's the what are the sleuths saying? Yep. And then it was like. Oh, we think the next movie is going to be Boys in the Boat, and I was like, me and we were both like, we had already seen the trailer. We're like, fuck this sports movie where they tell the whole trailer. I was like, we saw the trailer, we saw the movie, exactly. And then I I remember texting. Did it end up being Boys in the Boat? Oh fuck, I'm so happy we didn't go. I remember texting Melissa that Monday, and I was like, yeah, I think it's going to be Boys in the Boat. She was like, I'll cancel it. Don't worry. (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) And then I looked, and it's exactly what it was. Thank God. Well, also because now they've developed a pattern, right? So like the last three movies are kind of like. More indie, not yep. like a huge release, mm-hmm. um, because like I said, Last Goal wins, tinier. Um, then it was American Fiction, Boys in the Boat. So kind of like these like indie artisan. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, okay, so now they've kind of, because they're not going to like be Aquaman. It's not going to be one of them. You know I what know. I mean? So it's going to be interesting to see like, uh, there's one on coming up next month and uh, it's been hotly debated. 
about which movie it's going to we'll, be. We'll see if we end up at that one. But this feel- one is like the one that I go around and I tell people about. I'm like, you need to see this movie. This doesn't end up as an Oscar nod. Oh, no, I would say... It, it needs a nomination. I would say for sure, so we think where it's going to go, Jeffrey Wright, definite. 100%. Writing, definite. Acting has to get something in here too. Yeah. Like even supporting acting. Like oh, everybody yeah. was so stupid good in this. Yeah, but I could see the writing getting a nod and Jeffrey Wright for yeah. sure. Those are the two I'd feel confident in. And I think any award it, it gets, um, it probably will get um, Best Adapted Screenplay since kicked from a book. Yeah. Because they have like original screenplay, which is like something like Barbie. Yeah. And then they have adapted screenplay, which would be this one. It's so. got to be. Like if this doesn't get multiple nominations, like I'd be absolutely fucking shocked. People need to get off of their couches. And I would suggest seeing it in the theater. I think it was like almost I think an it was experience. a experience. Yeah, because I don't think I would have. It wouldn't have been as punchy if I just saw it in my living room. No. And we were like, we were cackling at points. Like ca- we were cackling. We were crying. <laughs> and I really think that's due to Jeffrey Wright because he played this like, I don't give a fuck professor that we've all so had. Good. And then this kind of just like guy that's like kind of been beaten down by life, but like just trying to do his best, get by and like still is just trying. Like, I'm so sad that I can't leave this conversation and go watch it again. Right. Cause like, I feel like I'm going to watch it for a second time and like all of these new things are going to pop. That's out how I feel me. like I, I, I didn't get a chance to, I wanted to watch Barbie again for that same reason. I watched Barbie a second time and it is almost better the second time. I was so going to, Oh really? I was going to say like, you got more out of it. I did. So like, because you're laughing so hard during like the first initial watch of it, yeah, like and you I think, still laugh, but like you yeah. pick up on so But much I think more. with Barbie too, is like, there's, it's so wacky It is that you got to get over the wackiness. And then once you watch it again, you're like, all right, I already know the wackiness that's coming. So you can actually like really pay attention. Yeah. No, this was, um, this was good. This yeah. Was really this good. was good. Well, for our, 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 how do you feel? There was you, you're you're done now. You've you've. Collect, I'm an EGOT you, award winner on the review podcast. You, you've network. collected all Give the. Give me my Oscar. <laughs> you've collected all the Infinity Stones of the review podcast now. Well, this is the first one that I've done without Matt, so you're oh actually my, very special. Oh my god, she's a trendsetter! <laughs> Look at her. I'm taking over, flicking it. It's gonna be flicking it with Will and Melissa because <laughs> that's just so fucking boring. I know you guys don't want to hear another podcast this with is, Matt's voice on it. <laughs> Uh, well, this is great. I'm so happy so we were able fun. to do this. Yes. Uh, so this is Flickin' It. I'm Will. And I'm Melissa. I'll see you later. Bye. I don't know how to stop. No, I'm just going to let Matt do it. I think that one. Babe. I hit an orange button. <laughs>